And welcome to our show, Geeks Around Podcast, where we're talking about video games, movies, TV, comic books, technology, and Tilder, the interweb of the, all the internet things. And I'm your host, Bill. And the other host is Anthony. Hello, Bill and listeners. Hi, listeners. Hi, Anthony. Welcome. Welcome one. Welcome all. And you also can talk to us. You can message us by emailing us at geeksaware at gmail.com or... Leave us a voicemail or a text message at 801-896-4335. You also can help support us at patreon.com slash geekswired, where you get access to the podcast early. And we're going to start off with video games. So what is this Elder Scrolls about? It's a, a massively on, massive online uh, multiplayer role-playing game. The Elder Scrolls Online? Yes. Mm. The E of the S of the O's. So why is it on the list today? Because they, after seven years, I think is what they were saying, decided to, or they, yeah, or Tuesday, they had a big old release and talking about, but Tuesday they talked about that after seven years, they have decided to, maybe eight years actually, but either way, they have finally decided to upgrade their hardware. Their servers. Okay. And they're doing lots of changes. I thought you were going to tell me they were going to sh- shut down the thing in favor of a new Elder Scrolls game. No, no, no. They're they're still adding to. It. Actually, that's all the other stuff. Is they they're also coming out with Blackwood. That's coming out later. I'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Which is a expansion pack, right? Yes. So, and that's the thing about Elder Scrolls is you can either buy them individually. Which there's all the sales going on right now, and especially if you buy them, you get uh, a non-combat pet, somebody that just follows you around, mm-hmm. which is a it's a nightmare cub bear. Sucker's adorable with flame coming out of its eyes. I of course I can't find it right now, but and then you also get a new mount to ride right now, and then you when the game comes out in June, I think is what it was. Then you also get the new, uh, you know, all the other fun stuff. Another mount, and it's fun. But they, so they were saying that, oh, yeah, we are going to upgrade our servers. Oh, it is June. Yeah, June 20. You mean they haven't upgraded them since? No, they haven't. That's what they were saying. They're like, I was like, wow, that's kind of impressive. I mean, it also kind of shows for either they way over allocated which I'm guessing is the case. They probably thought it was going to be like the next big thing. And now they're only just barely pushing the limits. Yeah, it's possible. And they also are doing, they did some major changes. So if you haven't played in a while, or if you weren't expecting this, when you log in after the upgrade, you have to reallocate your points because they did a major change. So your points have been re, your character star points have been brought back down to zero or they, they've been given back to you you have to parse them back out it's basically like the the wow talent tree yeah i'm i'm sure yours is way like elder scrolls is probably more in depth and more complicated because with wow you get like a skill every five to ten levels like a, a talent you can pick like there's a a row where you have three different ones that you can pick yeah and you can only pick one per row and you get so many per level whatever but yeah, it's uh, 
I'm guessing yours is a lot more in depth. So it, like it's an actual legit skill tree. Yes and no. I felt like there was twelve main areas, but they were broken into three subsections. Twelve? Maybe there's only nine. I feel like there was there was three per section and there's three sections. But now they only have three sections, period. But from one of those so far, and it's, it's set to expand, from one of those you're able to get sub-constellations. Con- constellations. So you're able to get sub-constellations off of this with the intent that this is going to be upgradable. So with the... When, okay, like I said, they announced it Tuesday. And they were like, there's going to be, this is going to be cool. So with an announcement of Tuesday going, we're going to be doing an upgrade. One, how long do you think the upgrade's going to take from the moment they announce it? And when do you think they're going to be done with the upgrade? So they're doing the upgrade right now? Well, when, when do you think they're going to start it? Oh, I don't know. When do you think they're going to, how long do you think it's going to take them? When does the DLC come out? June. I really have no idea. Okay. I would say a week. All right. It's going to take them, I think it took them like two hours, two or three hours, and it uh, happened, and they did the upgrade Wednesday. Okay, so they already had the hardware. Yeah, they had everything. They were just switching it all over, and they QA'd it, and they did all this stuff to make it all pretty. Oh, was this the bear thing you were talking about? No, it's not the bear thing. That's the new bad guy. Mm. They receive a free pet? I'm talking over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is the cool, the, the little nightmare cub bear. So that probably counts as an ad, and that's probably why you're not seeing it. Oh, no, I see it. I found it. Oh, well, yours I mean, is my, oh, I see. Mine showed up right when I got on the home screen. Either that or you clicked out of it, and it saved that. It could have. Let me try that and refresh. Actually, I don't remember. Oh, of course, I've been to this page a lot since the, a couple times since no, the No, you clicked out of it, and it just saved that you clicked ah. it, so. Yeah. So you get... A nightmare bear cub and a Naga Hide Wellawar Ravager as a mount. So you can't fly in this game, can you? No, you cannot fly. Well, no. Let me double check. That's a real downer. No. I know, it'd be kind of fun. But you can do lots of stuff. Like you can easily fast travel. You can Well, I mean you can fast travel in WoW too, but I don't know. Like when you say fast travel, how many fast travel points do you have? Available to one to a given character. <laughs> All right. So if you are in a random, random place, you can fast travel to the, obviously, the portal places. To the, Or, you know, this is the same thing as WoW. You only fa- You only can travel to the... The places. So the way it is with WoW, um, there is portals. Like there's a main portal room in the faction city that you have, and which means so there's two factions in WoW. There's Alliance and Horde, and so each of them have a faction city, like the main city. Yeah. And those have a portal room. Um, it used to be before that the portal rooms were in the main, like the main expansion hub for each expansion. But they've changed that sense to where there's just one portal room now, and um, like for on, um, and then now there's just a port like in those portal rooms from before, 
those expansions, they just have a portal to that portal room, which just is a portal to the main faction city. But on top of that, you also have hearthstones. Um, certain classes have certain abilities that basically are a hearthstone, and the hearthstone just means that, like, you go to an inn, like an innkeeper, and you say that this is my home now, and you can just activate the hearthstone anywhere you are to go there. And then it has like a 15 minute cooldown. It's 30 if you're not in a guild, but everybody's in a guild. So yeah, that's how that works. There's also mage portals too, but you have to be a mage class to have access to them. Yes. It's way more complicated. And warlocks. Than, than ESO. I don't know. That that seems more believable. Well, uh, let's hear what ESOs is. Okay. So they have, why can't I remember the name of it? But okay. We'll just call them portals. Uh, you just walk up, or waypoints. Yeah, waypoints. That's what they're called. You walk up to waypoints. Waypoints are scattered throughout the entire world at various points and all this. If you have never been to a waypoint, then you you have to physically walk up to this waypoint first. And that activates it for you to travel to it. Once you have traveled to it, you can... The, the first amount of gold, or I think it's, I'm at 147 pieces of gold to fast travel at any point anywhere to a waypoint that I have been to. Oh, 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 oh. Um, for a while, there's also, like, if you don't have flying, um, or even if you do have flying, there's uh, flight paths, ah. which will take you from, like, you go to a griffin master person or whatever they have at that point, but you go to them and then you tell them, Hey, I want to fly to one of these other places that I've been to before. Yeah. As long as it's on the same continent or the same, the same big main big area and you can go to it. There's also ships that will take you from one continent to another and there's portals and zeppelins and lots of other stuff. But So there are travelers around this. Who I can actually go to like boats and all that, and I can travel. It's kind of like the waypoints. There's also only a, there's a couple of cities that you can only get through. through. There, is a, there is a legit portal in the uh, Mages Guild that sends you off to a city. But besides that, waypoints will get you to and from pretty much anywhere for free. I walk up to a waypoint. I go, I want to go to another waypoint. It goes, done. You are randomly somewhere and you want to travel to a waypoint and you don't want to waste your time wandering over to the waypoint. You can pay the 140 some gold and then the next round, next, if you travel, and then it has a burn, it has a cooldown. If I want to jump to a different waypoint in like, you know, I, I wandered away from this waypoint and I was like, oh, I, I don't care about wandering back. Now it's 700 gold and it will go up. It'll start costing a pretty penny. Or you can let Burt cool down. Or you can just wander over to Waypoint. Or, this is the best way to do it, If you're, especially if you're like in a kind of a, a rush kit, you join a guild or mm-hmm. a bunch of friends, have a bunch of friends on. Especially when there's events going on and you have a low-level character that just needs to like grind through the, the fun event going on. Yeah. And you fast travel to a guild member or a friend that is in the area. If you make negotiations, you can go, Hey, could you be, or it's anybody here and they could fast travel and you could just jump to that spot, which means now you are instantly, you instantly know that waypoint because you have traveled to that waypoint and that waypoint is now available to you. If you just jump to somebody who's on in a certain map, 
you were guessing which waypoint they're on and maps are you like the you know the maps or the area maps they're not huge so if they're like on the other side of the area yeah you just travel across the area to run to the where the event's going on which most of the time people are at the events because there's events going on and people want to do the events so you have a decent chance and that's free so i can travel to guild guild members for free or friends for free interesting so there are there's plenty of free ways to travel around the world plenty there's i mean there's free ways and wow like all those portals are free yeah and anytime you use your uh, hearthstone it's free and certain flight paths are free but not not like most of them aren't it's just like if it's a major one that goes to another major one then it's free or especially if it's in a beginner area and you're literally like there's a flight path in Stormwind and then there's a flight path that goes like like if you were to walk it's probably like a two to three minute walk and that one's free but it's one that people would use enough to where they just made it free so that it doesn't break the bank for newbies because uh. like they changed the system up in WoW to where the like instead like to do the content like you you level up in a certain zone now instead of like being expected to go from one zone to another because the, since they've changed the leveling system so much over the years you basically get like a quarter of the way or halfway through a quest uh, line mm-hmm. and then you're over leveled for that area and so you can you can finish the quest but you're going to get hardly no experience yeah and so they don't, now they've changed it to where they call it time walking to where you set your like you set that you're in this given this one expansion mm-hmm. and then it just like you can do quests and stuff from that area or that's the dungeons that you go to when you go to a dungeon mm-hmm. and all that other stuff but that's the backstory to this um when i started a new character a little while ago I logged in and then me and my friend went to this uh, North Rand, I think. Yeah. It's up in the north part of the map, but um, we were able to take a portal to get up there or a Zeppelin, I don't remember, but um, the flight path to go anywhere is two gold. And when you first start out, I think you get like a couple of tens of gold and that's it. Yeah. And I didn't notice it the first couple of times I did it. Uh-huh. So it basically broke the bank. You were instantly broke. Yeah. Uh, so does Elder Scrolls have, is it just gold or do they also have copper and silver? Gold. That's it. Oh, okay. Wow. has copper and silver. So when you were saying 140 gold, I was like, I mean, that's still pocket change yeah. for end level, but because once you get to end level, you don't care about silver. Well, actually, once you get a couple levels, you don't care about silver and copper really. Yeah. It's just irrelevant, and I'm actually surprised they still have it. Because gold is all you care about. And yeah, that's all it is. Everything is gold in this. If you're part of a guild, you sell to the, you know, you have a merchant's guild or anything like that. Everyone, they just buy somebody, and you can buy stuff. So there's merchants all around the maps. But with Elder Scrolls, there's the giant map. There's a couple of islands. But, and, but each of these main areas... Our, our map expansions, our main events, mm-hmm. and then inside those are all of these. So, question. Yes. Is Blackwood like a whole new area? Like there hasn't even been a game that's been on it? Blackwood is... So like Skyrim. Skyrim's zone is in this game. Yes. And so is Morrowind and all the other ones, but is Blackwood has Blackwood had a, pre- a previous game in it? 
Blackwood, I don't think, is an area. I think it's just an event because they're talking about Oblivion in here. Oh, okay. Because the they they were talking a lot about the Oblivion Gate. Also, with one of the expansions or with the expansion coming out, is you get a companion. They can fight with you, and which is really nice for people like me that like to solo play. So this isn't just like with all the other games, like hey, I don't want to carry this stuff. You carry my stuff. You carry my burden. I just get to wander around and tell you to pick everything up. Is there a, like a can you be overburdened in this game? Yes. Oh, and there's That's ways not to a thing. In one. There's what well, there's ways to get around it. You invest in your horse riding skills so you can carry more as long as you're on the horse. And because there's actually you you will be you will suddenly not be able to run. I wonder if Wild Classic was even like Ooh, that. I don't know if you can. I'm, I'm mixing. I'm not sure if I'm mixing up Fallout with this. I think I'm not sure. I haven't because I haven't tried to. I've been able. I've upped my bag quite a bit, and I usually just dump a lot of stuff as much as I can. I, but I know like Fallout, if you will suddenly stop being able to run, and then you will stop being able to move. Like yeah, you are overburdened. I could see. Elder Scrolls doing the same thing. I feel like there was stuff with like Skyrim or Oblivion or any of the others or Morrowind. Cause sh- I don't remember. In WoW, uh, World of Warcraft, you have a, you start off with a basic bag. I think it's like 16 slots. It might be 14 and you can get up to like four bags and they have bag slots that like most, I think my bags are 30 slot bags. And then I have one that's a 32 or 34. And like I said, you can have four. Like, yeah, you can have four bags. The beginner one you can't replace, so you have three slots. It's either three or four. I don't remember. And you can just fill them up to your delight, and it doesn't impact you at all. But this isn't like the system that Oblivion has for an MMO isn't like unheard of. RuneScape's the same way. Or you mean like Elder Scrolls? Well, I just mean for an MMO. Oh yeah, it's not unheard of because RuneScape's the same way. In fact, RuneScape. You can't, like, you you can fill yourself up really really full. You could still run, but it like takes all your energy way faster. Like the heavier you are, the more energy it takes to run. And like you have a stamina meter, and once it hits zero, you just start walking again. Yep, they have that in Elder Scrolls. All right, so Blackwood. It's not just an event; it is a city. It was first uh, brought in or shown in Oblivion. Oh, Oblivion. So that's why I was thinking with Oblivion. And so, okay, the reason why I was asking is because people have been wondering if they're ever going to come out with another uh, game, like standalone game, or if they're just going to keep remaking Skyrim. <laughs> no, they've... Uh, let's see. What is the next one? I forget if they're coming out with their Star or their Space one first or the next guy, or Elder Scrolls game. I feel like they were actually talking about releasing their next but actually this has also changed now that Microsoft owns them oh that's right but I believe that Bethesda was going to release another Elder Scrolls game and then their space one I feel like there was some rumors of another Fallout But I don't remember what it was. But that's been also announced for so. What the space or the? 
the space and the uh, new one, or and the the new Elder Scrolls. Those was announced, I think, twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen at like, I want to say CES. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I was poking fun at it. I know. Because when yeah. did Skyrim come out? Like, before ESO did. Oh, well, yeah, I knew that, but... I'm pretty... Right? Skyrim came out on, the, sure. like, the 360 and the PS3, I'm pretty sure. It's grim. Grim. 2011, November 11th. Oh, yeah, ESO, 2014. So they haven't upgraded their ser- their servers since 2014. Takes a bit nine years. No, seven years. It's been seven years. And ESO was 2011 initial release. All right, ESO, I mean Skyrim's 2011 initially. Yeah. At the very end of it. And they haven't released. They've released games. I know they've released games, but they haven't done like. Besides the MMO, they haven't really done any Elder Scrolls games. They have done the post apocalyptic skin. What's that? Fallout. <laughs> okay. That's not Elder Scrolls. It's... I know you said it's a skin, but that doesn't matter. It's not Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I know. It's actually... I, I I feel after playing Fallout 76, I was like, this is a different game from Elder Scrolls. This is... I like. I feel on edge way more in Fallout 76. Oh, yeah. Than I do in Elder, like Elder Scrolls. But did, and I'm sure I'd feel less on edge if I would play Fallout 76 way more. But the fact that I had so many issues with it initially uh, they've released a doom game they've released i don't know there's a couple others that they have come out with yeah it's not like they've been like sitting on their hands but yeah. still they've had enough time to re-release skyrim like 20 times the special 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 edition oh i get it yeah i mean they even have one for the man of may yeah Oh, they were released to Wolfenstein since then too, and they've had like they they they've been doing a couple of expansions. Actually, that's the thing they were talking about with twenty twenty is that they were actually looking to hire people because they or they ended up some people ended up leaving. They they had to do the work from home thing. They they didn't change what they were expecting to release in twenty twenty and no. their time schedule. Like they kept on it. So the fact that this actually came out was like pretty awesome for them well the fact that they didn't change it is either really good or really bad i they were they they were saying it was the i think it was the letter from the uh ceo and he was like it was stressful and because of this we are cutting back what we initially were expecting to release in 2021 we are not releasing at the same massive cadence that we were like, it was painful apparently for them because they, they ended up like losing people or they had lost people. Did they lose people due to burnout? I, well, I think there was yeah just the work from home thing and the, um, the pandemic. What do you mean? Passed away. Passed away. Uh, the sad thing. Things happened. Events happened. But they, and I'm sure there may have been some burnout. They didn't. He didn't really get into that. 
But they... Uh, well, the fact that they're actually wanting to step back, though they probably should have done that earlier. Like, Yes. But that's something that always kind of gets people sometimes. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to like keep going. And no, maybe we shouldn't. Oh, they did, they no, did release Elder Scrolls Legends. What is this? That That is the, the little like mobile version of Elder Scrolls. Is it a card game? No, it's uh, actually... Oh, maybe this one is... Oh, yeah, Legends was the card game. Sorry. So I'm it's, thinking, it's Hearthstone, okay. Yeah, okay, Legends is the card game. And then they released... Uh, what was the mobile one? There was another Fallout... Like Fallout Knights? Shelter? Not Fallout, I mean, sorry. Elder Scrolls... If I could type... I want to say Knights... Oh yeah, I remember. Night. No, is it night? Is it really night? Why do I feel like this is wrong? Night's order. Night order? Is that really it? It might be. But yeah, there was this mobile. You didn't click. No, I thought I clicked. You I did click. click. It just didn't. Didn't go. count. All that. But that is just an ad for something else. Big ad. I don't remember what it was. There was something. Let's see. Yeah, you tried it out, didn't you? Yeah. You're able to play it on PC, on consoles, on your phone, on your tablet, on... Worked out pretty well, I thought. How come you're not playing it now? I went back to ESO. Oh, okay. I like my ESO. Your ESO? My ESO. It's a lot of fun. Let, uh, I'm trying to like find out all the games, and it's like, no, this is just being coming a pain in my. Uh, I'm gonna find out how many consoles or systems that Skyrim was released on. All of them. Not yet. Did you find it? Blades. That's what it's called. It was available on. Oh yeah, blades. It doesn't say Windows. I'm pretty sure I played that on Windows. And the con- I thought it came out on console as well. It didn't say that. So it's only come out on so Skyrim. Um, PC, PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Thought it came out on more. I'm assuming the Madame one doesn't count. You can still play it. They called it that. What? They called it Elder Scrolls? Well, they called it Skyrim, actually. Well, legit. A, well, I mean, they called it Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim, yeah. But actually, this, I know that came out on on the Xbox One. What? Skyrim. Are you sure it wasn't a backwards compatible thing? No, that was one that, what, that was the one game that wasn't backwards compatible. They, it was, No. That was not backwards compatible. I was actually. You seem salty. I was because I wanted to. I didn't really want to buy it again. I think the first special edition or like game of the year or something like that came out on Xbox One, and I was like, I. Okay. Special edition and Skyrim special edition. Sorry, Skyrim and Skyrim special edition are different things, apparently. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're right. Special edition is better graphics. That's why. 
the definitive edition. <laughs> That's what I have to say. How many Xbox Ones do you have? Two? One. Oh, you only have one now? Yes. What happened to the other one? Gave it to a relative. Oh. Well. You didn't need two anyways. No, you didn't even need, need one. <laughs> See, there's going to be an Elder Scrolls 6. They did announce it at E3 in 2018. And then they're also going to release... Starfield. Yes. What's Starfield? The space. Elder Scrolls in space. space. I kind of gathered that. But it's not Elder Scrolls in space, is it? It's Fallout in space. I'd rather uh, Elder Scrolls in space. Is it going to be 100% sci-fi or are they going to have like um, science fiction stuff mixed in with it? They have released lots of nothing. Mm. Because I think it'd be kind of cool to have like a magic system with mixed in with sci-fi. So there is, there was talk, I remember way, way back when that it could be linked to an entire hierarchy of games that the storyline of the Bethesda games, the timeline of Bethesda games are this, Fallout, Starfield, Elder Scrolls. Like they're in the same universe? There is the talk of that and that they all have a timeline that Fallout happened first, then Starfield happens, and then Elder Scrolls happens. Hmm. And there is, with the Elder Scrolls, there is hints of technology because there's also a lot of stuff that links. There's if, if there's things in, you know, little little things throughout multiple, oh, throughout all of them. So that's why they're kind of the same universe. And there's, some minor stories that kind of tie some of this together. And also, so people kind of moved away from the technology into the magic, like they're not needing the technology where they came and they didn't want the technology or they forgot about the technology, especially like with the dwarves, they have their tech, but they just, and there is tech a little bit in Elder Scrolls. Very, so, very little, I have to admit, but. In most stories, when there's magic, when there's some kind of magic involved, there's usually very little tech, just because they don't need it. Like their version of science is the people who research magic. Yeah, and they don't need tech because the magic can do basically all of it. Yes, and if they do have some tech mixed in, it's very little, or it's augment like. It's magic augment, augmented with tech, or vice versa. And, well, and, and what, so, um, I'd more believe that either they don't need it, or they found it and don't understand it, or yeah, they just don't need it. Well, and there, there's some of them that even kind of mix it together a little bit. Their Pathfinder has a massive, like thousands upon thousands of years of you know, like Star Wars level storyline behind it. Yeah, lore, all this. And between the origin of the races and all this other stuff, there's also a crashed spaceship in the northern part of the world. And there is a technology group that started learning how this stuff worked. Hmm. And they kind of started adapting it and generations have passed since finding this spacecraft and everything. 
And there's even people that have come from the planet looking for the people from the spacecraft. I'm like, oh, okay. And some of them stuck around, some of them left. Hmm. So there's there was a lot of there's a lot of interestingness with that. And there's so most of the world of Pathfinder is still non-technology. You know, it's the normal magic and all that. But there's some that kind of mix the two a little bit more. Uh, there was also I think there was also a new uh, uh, gunslinger that they brought into Pathfinder. Gunslinger. Basically somebody who can like make guns and shoot and use technology and magic. So not just like I have an I'm an archer, but I'm I shoot bullets or magic missiles. <laughs> I literally shoot a magic missile. Okay. <laughs> no, I understand. There's Yeah, I've seen that heard and, of that class. And there's what else? and they did that with uh Avatar Legend of Korra. Oh yeah, they started mixing in. And which also makes sense because that also means that if you are if magic is a big thing in the realm and you're not a magic user for some reason or another. So you are the subclass. So which means you make the technology to no longer be the subclass. Yeah, that happened in Legend of Korra. Yeah. A lot. That was a big thing in Legend of Korra. In fact they uh their electricity comes from firebenders. Yep. Because I don't know. Well, that's just how they make. That's how those firebenders make money. Well, that's how those firebenders make money. But like, if you think about it, it's probably like the cleanest version of energy you could ever find. Yeah. Besides, just like using wind or solar. <laughs> yeah, especially for firebenders, they don't need the element to make the element. Correct. Unless you're talking the movie. Then they do. I know of no movie with the name Avatar in it. You're right. Sorry, The Last Airbender. I know of no movie with the name Avatar in it, anywhere in it. <laughs> oh, I know of a movie with the name Avatar. I do not. It's not that Avatar, though. It is not. I know of no movie with the name Avatar in it. And I don't Anyways. know of any movie with three more movies coming out with the same name of Avatar. Or maybe so, even a sequel. It's, like, <laughs> like you said, though, like, in universes where there's magic usually the people who don't have magic are the subclass it kind of depends like there's a lot of universes that i know of okay like book universes or whatever yeah but where people who don't have magic, like they can't cast it necessarily but they're able to still activate stuff because everybody just innately kind of has magic they just it's whether or not they can do actively use it or if they're just like pouring magic into something because like uh like in ReZero, that anime I've been trying to get you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, their whole thing, like their whole world is magic-based. Mm-hmm. There's some tech, but it's not a lot. And But they have these things where, like, a, they have a bath system or whatever. Like, in some mansions, they have these huge baths. Mm-hmm. And they're heated with magic. And it's just like most people, and I think most everybody can just pour magic into it, whether they can cast it or not. I don't, I don't remember. It's been a while since I read that part. But yeah, like a lot of them are like that. But then there are a lot of universes where, like you said, if you don't possess the ability to cast magic at all, anything that's magic based is completely out of your realm. And so either you're, you just deal with it 
And in fact, I think in a lot of universes, that's just how it is. People yeah. just deal with it. Well, it's the way uh, Last Airbender series was. Those that the were, Last Airbender series, yes. Yeah, the Last Airbender, not the, not Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra, there was a lot that they were dealing with it, but they that's also what caused the uprising, is the having, you know, oh, I have to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to be the subclass. Yeah. So, magic is interesting inside of universes like that. Well, there's also the other one where the... You know, the war between the mages and the people and the, the people beat the mages and told them that they had to uh, stay in their world. And if they ever moved dragons around, they had to get a, let, let, let know, let the, uh, um, or let the co- uh, country know that they were moving dragons around in the country. What's that? Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah. When they brought in those dragons, they had to let the, um, British prime, uh, British prime minister know about it, and our British Parliament know about it. Interesting. Yeah. So there's the idea that in Harry Potter there was a war, and the mages lost, and the wizards well, lost. Do, do they ever say that there was a war, or is it just implied that there might have been a war? It, it's heavily implied. Because my thought was that they always just like there were the witch trials, right? Yeah. And they were just getting persecuted so much. Like, so you could say that's a war, but depending on how it was fought, quote unquote fought, it would be very one-sided because it's like, if it was the witch trials that were happening in just like little hamlets here and there, then you wouldn't know. And the wizards wouldn't be able to fight back really like they could, but yeah. So to me, it was always just like, I just assumed that, because of those witch trials and whatever, they decided just to go into hiding because it was just easier for them. And the more muggles could just be ignorant. What are you finding? I found apparently the first wizarding war. I'm, I'm kind of confused about this one. Some, But there, there's the... Well, that one says 1981. I know. I was like, well, not just 81. There's 70 and there's 40 in there. I'm like, wait, what? So... Oh, would that not be... No, the first Wizarding War. I think that would be uh, Voldemort. Yeah, that's what they were talking about. The Voldemort was still a sub... Was a sequel to... Um, Grindelwald. Yeah. Yeah. But like where it said 81, that would actually r- link up because I think that's around the time that Harry was born. Yeah, so it might have because been... Because the last movie or the last book actually takes place in 1999, which... I did not know about until I read about it like a year or so ago. And so I think that may have been the wizard wizards themselves were that they were trying to where there is the idea. There is the fan idea of there because of the stuff that they talked about. It's like the triwizard tournament where they had to the ministry of magic had to get a hold of the be, uh, the uh, the prime minister of Britain to go like, hey, we're we're bringing in dragons. We need to let you know about this. This is part of the agreement. This is a part of our agreement. And even like with some of these wizards, like there's really really powerful wizards. But yeah, they bow down to humans. Okay, so there's this passage in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, depending on what country you're in. 
In the U.S., it's Sorcerer's Stone, isn't it? I think in the U.K., it's Philosophers. That doesn't matter, but it's the first book. Um, whenever Hagrid and Harry are in Diagon Alley. Yeah. That's the right one, isn't it? Because there's another one, like the evil version. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. You're I don't remember how to say it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think Harry asked this, uh, but what does a Ministry of Magic do? Well, their main job is to keep it from the muggles that they're still witches and wizards up and down the country. Why? Why, blind me, Harry? Everyone be wanting magic solutions to their problems. Now nah, we're best left alone. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that might be just be the modern Well, on muggles, take. no. Like, there are muggles they have to report to. So there they, are, but the vast majority of them don't. Yeah. They don't know. And if they do happen to find out, they're usually, they have their memory wiped of the Yeah. Well, because, situation. you know, people can start rioting or start whatever else. Because if you're more, look at the, look at uh, X-Men. The yeah, no, I, I 100% of, understand yeah. why they're in hiding and why it would be a big deal if they people were to find out. But at the same time, we're basically like, if it were a thing, we wouldn't be like we, we the humanity would be limiting themselves because wizards as a whole, at least in the Harry Potter universe, they don't change a whole lot. <laughs> That's the other thing. Also, is brought up is the fact that they don't change a lot. There are not new spells created anymore there are not new magic items created yeah. because there is a massive hold over this so the the you know ma- um, wizards should be able to just create magic spells and create magic items but there is so much control over it from the from anti or or our anti magites or anti mags whatever it is the american one or muggles, or whatever else, they there's something that the regular people have over the wizards. Whether it's a war that they won, or something that they can control it, so the wizards make sure to keep things in check. So further on, this does talk about witch hunts. Ah. And wizarding families beginning to live double lives, using charms of concealment to protect themselves and their families. And then by the 17th century, any witch or wizard who chose to fraternize with muggles became suspect, even an outcast in his or her community. And, um, yeah. And then around that point, I think most people, by people I mean wizards, were probably fairly, fairly, fairly anti-muggle. And now in the later parts where Harry po- where the Harry Potter stories take place, it would be, uh, they're starting to grow accepting. A lot of people are at least they're more accepting at least of mixed blood at yeah. the very least. Well, that's also something else is that you also run into wizards are just created. Like your parents don't have to be wizards. Heck, if you're a wizard, like if both your parents are wizards and they're both like very, very, very heavily like they have a lot of wizarding blood, your kid may not even have magic. Yep. That that yeah, I forgot that. That happens. Yep. It's very rare, but it does happen. And But like look at Hermione. Her parents were not wizards. Yeah, I don't even... Did, was it ever told that they might have had some kind of, like, a drop of wizarding blood in them? Or were they just full-on muggles? They were full-on muggles. And they... I was just wondering about, like, ancestral stuff, but... It's probably just full-on muggles. So... Well, I think it's kind of like, you know, Star Wars magic. Well, that's, yeah, but Star Wars magic is also another one of those things. It's like, even though 
you can become a Jedi or a Sith or you can become all that. Not everyone can because you don't have enough uh, magic. Metachlorians. Yeah, Metachlorians. But Metachlorians also are in everything in the universe. So therefore, everybody has Metachlorians. So it's just kind of like a... Are they ever defined as being like a physical me like a physical thing? It's something they can count. Okay, but that doesn't. Are they a cell? Are it, they it, part of your cells? I feel like it's something that's in your body. That's or is it just like a force? I feel like it's a physical thing. Like the way they kind of did it in episode one, it kind of felt more like it was a physical thing. And also what they had done in uh, Mandalorian it kind of felt like it was something that you can actually like extract. Okay. So it's, it's, it's mana. Yeah. Although not in the same way, because like if you extract it, does it come back? They haven't gone into that yet. Like no. it was something that they led to in Mandalorian when they were, they got a hold of Grogu. Uh, okay. Uh, so oh yeah, you haven't seen Mandalorian yet. I don't yet. care. I've, I'm, I've seen the first part. But no, that's fine. I'm, I won't remember it. But um, so with magic, usually there's a concept of mana, and yeah. Oh, how much you can expend. yeah, how much you can expend, and then you have a limit on how much you can do at a, like at a given time. You have to wait for it to come back, or either naturally or through some other means. But is Star Wars magic like that, or is that ever like looked into? It doesn't. With Star Wars, it really does seem more like the the more you have... And I wouldn't say it comes back because that's the other thing is also like when Anakin became Vader, it seemed like he got weaker. And... Well, that could be a lot uh, for a lot. Like, well, he, a lot of he was like missing all his limbs and... Right, know, but I mean more... He had, he had physically less body. It could be a mental thing too. True. Like a mental block. And it... So... It, but it doesn't seem like... It, like you can exert yourself all the way up the edge and you you can get tired. But or, or turn into a Sith. No, that's just a different... That's just using the Force a different way. That's all that is. You, can you use lightning in a good way then? You could charge battery. <laughs> right, but does that turn you into a Sith? Or it, does it just matter on the intent? It, well, technically, the... Lightning bolt is a Sith power, but even though you're a, even though you're using a Sith power, doesn't mean you are a bad person. No, but doesn't the dark side of that force stuff change you physically? Not always. Depends on what you do with it. Because so it is it is intent based. Okay. Yeah, there is a lot of intent because that's the so other stuff. So it's the is, force, like the like the force is sentient, or not necessarily sentient, but technically, yes, it is. But that's from Clone Wars, and that's a different... Not, not Sentient isn't the right one I'm thinking of. Conscious? Like, it can make decisions, in a way. I wouldn't say it can. You can... Like, it is what you're willing to do with it. So, yes, doing lots and lots of dark side stuff can harm you, but also can save you. There are uh, good, or there are... There are Sith that have never killed people. There are Sith lords that have never killed people. Well, I think 
Well, at least under the old canon. I don't know if they brought them back into the new canon yet. Oh, probably not. Well, it, I, don't I, know, I would honestly believe Disney to make them out to be the 100% bad guys. No, they don't. That's <laughs> what uh, Ray was. And they've even brought in, like, they, uh, with Rebels. Is it Rebels? With Rebels, they brought in that the Force is just a thing. Like, there are, like, neutral beings out there. Like, or it just, they are super Force powerful. They just are massively, you know, force abilities. These are just regular beings. And it's like, are you light side or dark side? It's like, that's a stupid question. And it's just like, I just, I just am. I just, I just use force. I just, it's just a thing. It's mm. like the air. Is the air, do you use good air or bad air? Depends on where you're at. Is your oxygen good or bad? Depends on where you're at. <laughs> And it depends on if you're uh, if you're in a concealed like in a sealed room or not, because it will eventually turn bad. Your oxygen will turn bad. Well, the air will. You didn't say oxygen. You just said air. I did say air. Then I switched to oxygen because I realized that yes, you could technically. The oxygen so, could turn bad. I think actually, because if it's a, like but, if it's okay. an okay, so if it's an O2, it's fine. If it's just an O. I think you start having problems because it's like it's missing electrons. Okay, but you're using oxygen right now. You don't know that. Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Is the oxygen you're using good or bad? Neither. Exactly. That's what the force is. Yeah, the force as itself, yeah. And that's why what you do with it and what it, that doesn't mean you know, that if you're you use it for darkness, if you use it for light, if you use it for neutral, you know, the gray jedis. That is what um, I think Ray is. No, I don't. I think she still went more Jedi than she did. Ray more light. I think she went more light side than actually gray. Oh, like gray being middle. Yeah, I mean you get a little bit of both because uh, the original stories was that Luke ended up looking into the dark side before the can before the change of canon for change to Disney. Oh, so he actually could throw lightning. Because he looked into it, he just it it didn't he didn't like it though he didn't like what it did to him, so he stepped away from it. But it's what do you do with it? What you know? What can you? That's why it's it's just is. So the root of the matter. Getting back to what we started ah, with, yeah. Which um, one? <laughs> no, just whether or not uh, the force was uh, oh. something was that was consumed or not. It sounds like I would say no. What you have is what you have. Yeah. Unless it's taken away, then you may not have it. Um, um, you can't gain it, and well, using it... Unless you use technology to gain it. Okay. Unless I take yours physically from you and stuff it in... But you can't get more from, like, experience or whatever. No. Okay. Because in most magic systems, you can't. Or, like, as you grow or level up, quote-unquote level up, you get... Yeah. Your skills grow. But So, so with you, the Force, you can't you, get any of that. But you become better at what you have well yeah but that's just like skill like yeah more, maybe being more proficient well was it well, i don't even know if that's the a- case avatar is like that you are you are born as a uh earthbender that means you can move unless you're a legend of Korra, and then you all of a sudden become an airbender but yeah. that's besides the point well, let's see, stuff like <laughs> that. but let's say you're born an earthbender that means you can move an entire mountain but you were born but you know, yeah, five years into your life, you ain't moving mountains. That is, you have not figured out how to do that yet. Unless you're the avatar, who happens to get put into the avatar state. 
you're not that means the avatar is doing it not or the avatar still your body yes but it means you're not doing it yeah but that's that's just down to skill yes which is different and i think with the force it's not even down to proficiency it's just that you just get better at doing it it's it still consumes the same amount of like energy or whatever it is i would imagine i can see that you just you 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 learn how to use it better yeah so proficient is the word i think i want and not efficient i don't think i ever said efficient but it's definitely not efficient proficient would be the thing but yeah with the legend of Korra, it kind of brought down to the just different pathways in the brain yeah because there was that point where someone could bloodbend and they could like break the certain points in your brain to where you can't do that you can't i forgot about that you're right and you end up cut. Well, was it blood? Was it? I thought it was a blood bending, or was it? It was blood bending. I thought it was uh, something that the avatar, where you touched, where like it was a spirit thing, like you cut the spirit off from the body. That's how you normally do it, but oh. I think he was able to use blood bending to physically sever the connection. Okay, and normally that I think that does like kill the spirit, or that link to that spirit, because when it happened to Korra. The only way it got fixed was by having Aang actually spirited back into her. Though I also... Because otherwise she had no I, access to I could see that, that. though, too. It would be like losing, getting a blood clot and losing the ability to move your arm. Mm-hmm. So that brings to light that maybe everybody has the ability. It's just yeah. like maybe it's inside their brain. It's just not like connected correctly. Or you haven't figured out how to use that pathway. It could be because also in Legend of Korra, they had, I think it was an episode or two where they had the first avatar. And back then, people just learned abilities by going up to a, a creature and like asking them. I forgot and having it. them yeah. teach you. Uh-huh. Like that's how he became the avatar. He wasn't born well, with it. Well, he learned one and then the, wasn't the spirit gave him the abilities? One learned it from the spirit? No. Well, the spirits are like the big, like the big huge turtles and stuff like those are spirits oh no i'm talking about the spirit that is with that is connected to the avatar there was that little that no, like white think, fish like thing i think that was as as a result at the end of his life i think he got that for being like always trying to bring balance or whatever like i think it was a reward no that was one that was hanging at Waltham. we may have to go back and watch this now <laughs> avatar all right but that's okay but we're also talking about like various magic systems that's something else that brandon sanderson has talked brought up so if you look into his stuff right is how i was gonna bring that up earlier oh, yeah sorry <laughs> so with uh mistborn yeah after the first books mm-hmm. this is a spoiler by the way <gasps> um so if you want to read mistborn you're at the end of the ep- episode anyway so you're not missing much but but me do you care if i spoil no i don't okay because it's not that big of a deal at the end of the the books, um, basically there's two forces of good and bad, kind of like there's a concept of gods on in the Mistborn world. I think there's only two though, and there's a dark side and then there's a light side. And the dark side, if you have metal piercing your body, it allows the dark side version to communicate with you. Which is why they had those like myth wraith, myth race, mist wraiths, <laughs> and they because they were like punctured or um, the I can't remember the name of them, but they're the oppressors. Like they had big spikes in their eyes and spikes everywhere else. 
the reason why they did that is because it let the evil like deity or whatever control you like the more you had in you the more you could control you anyways towards the end that died the good side died and then there was this random person and he had to like not random person he's a main character but he took them in and then after that he realized that because the they were being oppressed it was for a bold reason but it got sidetracked but they were supposed to have developed like technology and stuff and because of that he gave them certain ideas and tried to push them forward but after at the end like at the end of the three books or not at the end of the three books but it's in the next set that come after it's like two or three hundred years later they're supposed to develop the radio at that point uh-huh. and they hadn't and he was like the god being was worried about he doesn't want to just give it to them because they won't learn they won't know how to do it and so they won't build off of it yeah because like with us like if someone was to just come down and give us this piece of technology and yeah we could learn how to build off of it like me me and you we know a lot of like technology based stuff but we don't necessarily understand the fundamentals yeah we're building off the top of stuff and so if anything happened to the under like the ground the under part of it the base part and no one else is able to fix it we'd be done (laughs) Mm -hmm. we could learn maybe like reverse engineer it but anyways you're looking at rava from the avatar yes no you were that was you were explained though oh that was it it's just that um they had had the like they were getting into developing technology in the Mistborn series but because they were relying so much on because they still had their magic like people could still use metals and to either get powers from them or store powers which is what the I don't remember what they are but there's a group of people who can store like weight or health or whatever and because they had all those access to that ability still they didn't really need technology too much and so they were very slowly developing it but that was it oh okay so yeah he befriended spirits so yes he did befriend spirits he did uh end up learning uh what was his name Juan Juan yeah Juan yeah W-A-N yep so there's beheading the spirits, and then there's a thing for meeting Rava and then becoming the Avatar. Okay, so because he ended up helping, he uh, Rava was in uh, was the white spirit, with, had been in a battle with her counterpart, the dark spirit, Fatu, and he ended up destroying. He ended up releasing them, and released Fatu. He, he was really sad. He wanted to help out. And you get being annoying, and they. So we were both wrong. Well, because it wasn't necessarily a reward. Yeah. But yeah, that's why. Which, because his spirit is forged with Rava, mm-hmm. he's able to reincarnate. Yes, and also so that bring that with Rava's help, Juan, Ron, and while Rava work together, trying to become. The master of the four elements. So he could do, he could bend them before, just not very well. Right? Like he was given, yeah, that was like he had the access to it, but mm-hmm. not necessarily that, yeah. But towards the end of Korra, or actually right at the end, or maybe it's the last season, I don't remember, but she loses ability, the ability to talk to the other avatars. 
Yes. Like a soft ability. Like it's soft at first. But then she like full all out like full out loses access to him because they kind of died. Because <laughs> Rava got killed. And she was reborn, but it's a new Rava. And so all the spirits that were linked with her are gone. All the previous avatars. So she is yeah. the, the first again. Yeah, so she's the first again. And so she can't like go into the avatar state really and get help from all that. It's not but, clear on whether or not she could technically... Like if she could go into the spirit realm and find them, if they exist there even. Yeah. But it's not even clear that they even exist anymore technically the only person they have really acknowledged that exists in the spirit realm from the uh, human realm is uh iroh uncle iroh well because he no he he went to the spirit realm yeah he did i know i know that part but um the guy who went and was in the library the fire nation guy who was trying to find find out when the eclipse and stuff was going to happen yeah. Or I don't know if that was what he's going to try to find out, but he went into that Forbidden Library, and at the end, when it was going to under, he stayed there, and he ends up getting, like, in Korra, you find him walking around in that mist that they get stuck in, uh, because he's stuck. I like, see. He died there, and yeah. I think the library got taken to the spirit realm, so... But yeah, yeah, most of the time, they don't live there. The only thing that I was thinking that... The Avatar might live there is because, or the older spirits were are there because they're sp- very spiritual, and so they may have resided there. But I'm thinking because Rava got consumed, and they were like an integral part of her. I'm pretty sure they're just gone. Yeah, like they don't. Well, exist and especially anymore. where you know, um, the dark, uh, or Vatu. Hmm. He also created a dark avatar, so... Oh, yeah, he you had, did do that. Yeah. Who was I actually the, kind of forgot about some of that. I was like, oh, was, yeah. Who was the dark avatar? The... I'm sure you could click on Vod, too. Well, it's also... Or you could just click on dark avatar. Yeah. And it'll tell you who it was. Him. I don't remember him. Yeah. Uh, Unalak. Oh, okay. The name does sound familiar. I was like, as soon as I was like trying to remember how to say it, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about the Dark Avatar. I had too, actually. I don't think is that. I think Nickelodeon kind of like dropped the ball on Avatar. No, they one hundred percent did. And like the there, first, there was some I thought was like, oh yeah. There's others like, eh. The first Avatar, like the first season of Korra, was on. It was televised. The last two were not. They were only available online. Really? Yes. And wow. unless you had a cable subscription, could not watch it. The only way I was able to watch it was to either find it online in a somewhat shady way or download it in a somewhat shady way. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I thought I watched it when it came out. I just, I don't remember if I had cable cut by then or like if it was Hulu or I thought I watched it like normal release. But, I don't know. As far as I knew, though, like maybe they had, maybe it was available elsewhere. But I'm pretty sure the third season you could only watch it on Nickelodeon at first. So do you remember uh, Kiroshi? Yes. Yeah. They, so there's a book. Oh. And also, even like Cora has lots of comics with it. So there's even more story. But yeah, I have uh, the comics or some of them. The right. So this is about Kiroshi, which she's the one with the she's Kiyoshi the, actually. Kiyoshi, not Kiyoshi. Yes, sorry, Kiyoshi. She's the one. She's the Earthbender that was 
the, with the fans, and mm-hmm. there was all those people in. Uh, She's also very tall. Her. Yeah. Well, yeah, but she was. This is her story, and it is very interesting, especially where she is an Earthbender, but yet she has Airbender weapons. Hmm. Yes, there is some interesting. I never thought stuff. about that. I know. And also, like that island. Remember, they said that she brought that island up from yeah. the ocean. Yes, it's not just an avatar. Like she, before she really got the avatar stuff. Her. So remember, I said like, "Oh, you're a baby. You can literally move mountains when you figure out how to do it." So what people do is they learn how to you know, pebbles and they they pick up. Mm-hmm. She had the opposite problem. She could move the earth, but she couldn't pick up a pebble. It'd be like having a really, really big hand, big fingers, and you're having a problem picking up sand. So she wasn't very dexterous. Yeah, she, she couldn't move little things well, but she could move big things you know, with the ease. Because so, she, she was just so powerful. The, no, no, it was. It like I said, it's it's kind of like having a big hand and trying to pick up a small grain of sand. Oh, it's just it takes effort to do that. So she kind of has this big swathing movement instead of these refined, simple. So isn't air the opposite of Earth in this universe? That that well, that's what they uh, done with Aang was yeah because that's why Earth was one of the hardest ones that Aang had to learn. Because air is very... Fluid. Yeah. it's Well, even more so than fluid. Like, water is fluid. Well, I know, but, but I mean, yeah. like, the movements are very fluid, where it, like, very like, precise, whereas earthbending is just like, hurrah. Well, uh, like, well, airbending is... Well, we are over. Yeah. We should probably end this, though. But uh, after this, airbending is move around things. Things get in your way, and you just kind of drift around it. Earth is... I... And more stubborn. That's why earthbenders are stubborn type of idea. I am so stubborn. That the earth will move around me? Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. So the reason why I brought that up is that because she has earthbending weapons. Airbending. Sorry, airbending weapons. It's curious that she's using something that's 100% opposite of what she, at least her natural element would normally be. Yes. It would be like having an earthbender have water bending based firebender having water based weapons that's what i meant to say yeah what would that even be what earth earth would be air no water. Air no, no no like what would a water bending weapon be like uh water bending is what did they have they had you have to look at the brother so he had the boomerangs and the spears well i mean the the fans, fans i don't think you could use as a standard weapon yeah, she can. just uses that to you can use those as a standard weapon they we you there in our our non magical culture fans can be used as weapons also oh, that's not so i've in a lot of the light novels and animes that i've been watching slash reading there's a lot of like battle fans yeah and i just thought that was a thing that people just mashed together that's not. That's a real thing. You can battle. Yeah, you can use a fan as a battle, especially if it's built up right. You can have sp- uh, spears on the end. You can have. Yeah, you can do those with as a real weapon. Because I've always just seen these used as like a medium to move the air. Yeah. 
That's ways to do that. Which is how I'm pretty sure she uses them. They haven't got to that point yet. I'm not that far. Well, I mean, yet, when you yeah. watch, so yes, they, they in her did. avatar state Actually, in the, the last Airbender, when is she when she cuts that island, she uses wait wait air. She cuts an island in half, or wait. not not an island, a piece of the cliff. Are you talking about Korra? Or are you talking about no. Aang? This is Aang when it was in. Oh, that. when she he was Kiyoshi or. Yeah. Whenever he visits ah. Kyoshi Island, he cut the. I, wow. He like he doesn't do it. He visit like the Avatar he connects, state. Yeah, he yeah. connects via the like the spirit world realm, and she shows him that part. Like, because I think it was to help him get over like a super like it was a conflicting obstacle, like conflicting moral wise. Yeah, and she just showed how cold she was and was able to just murder someone. <laughs> Like without a second glance, really. Yeah, I forgot. And about she one hundred percent could not understand why he was being so empathetic. I'm starting to see where the book, why the book's going the way it's going now. I forgot about she's, that. She's cold. Well, not necessarily a bad way. Well, but she 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 kind of she she it kind of makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes so much. You saying that it suddenly like I'm at a point in the book. I'm like, wow. What, what, wow, where is this going? Now I'm like, I get it. I totally, I totally get it now. I, I think I know where this, this is This is how you're go. supposed to build up a character to where they, you know, do the bad thing instead of only taking two episodes to do it. Looking at you, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that was just, wow. Yeah. Because when they go like way off the deep end, as long as it's not completely out of left field, it's fine. It makes sense. With Daenerys, would have made sense if they took more time. Well, they they kind of also like dead that her bloodline was crazy. Well, yeah, but even the past rulers didn't just go crazy. Like they went crazy at the drop of a hat, but they were already crazy. Yeah, they you, built up to it. Yeah, you're right. They should have built With up Daenerys, to it. Daenerys, it was just like, oh, the first one. Oh, we're just gonna go up to it and you know have a little battle. Yeah, and then she goes a little bit overboard, but not quite. Yeah. And then the third one is just like. Burn it down. Yep. Burn everything down. I don't care. I know you guys, like, there is, like, the general populace wanted me here. You're dead, too. Yeah. Because you were part of the problem. Okay. But I was also thinking the tribe that was there, they were not benders, and they used those as weapons. Like the earth benders? They weren't earth benders. Okay, but they were part of, like, earthbender culture. They were part of her culture. Or was she the only Earthbender? I think she was the only Earthbender oh. there. Not the only Earthbender Avatar, but she was the only Earthbender from that island. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because they cycle. I think they were just regular people all in that. Because the that's the other thing is like all of the 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 uh, Kyoshi uh, women or whatever they were. I don't uh-huh. remember what the name of their their group was. The Kyoshi Warriors. Is it co- yeah the Kyoshi it's Warriors? That simple. I was like, is it uh, the Kyoshi Warriors? None of them were benders. And remember what happened to the main girl? Because, uh, what's his name? Fell in love with her? The I brother? don't remember her name. I don't know who you're talking about. It's also not Ty Lee, even though she becomes a Kyoshi warrior. There's also a lot of fan theories that she was part of Airbender line lineage. She was the Firebender girl that who was... Oh. Suki. Do you remember what happened to Suki? I don't. 
She's the moon. Because she fell in love with... Uh, uh, what's his name? No. Yeah. She's not the moon. That is the, the oh, waterbender oh, girl. Yeah, you're right. Because I forgot he had a couple... Of, I was wondering where you're going with that. You're right. I'm pretty sure she's just stayed the leader. I don't think they ever married. Even though she did, like, her and yeah, I think Sokka just, had a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. We should probably wrap things up. Do you have any famous last words? Nope. My famous last words are audiobooks are awesome when you don't like to read.